So I get the pleasure of talking to you about foreground and background prayer. And I get that pleasure because I think technically I was a failure the year that I did TI. So I did it two or three years ago now. And I was a failure because I had a one-year-old son at the time. And he decided to get in a competition with me. I had picked the time of like 6 to 7 a.m. because he usually slept till 7 a.m. I was like, I'm going to pray before he wakes up. And then my day will descend into chaos because I have two young children. And prayer will not happen. And then I will fall in bed at night. So there's no way I can pray at night. It's like 6 to 7. That's my time. And he literally started creeping his bedtime, like wake time, earlier and earlier. As I would get up to pray, it was like he knew. And he was like, I'm not letting you pray, Mom. So I had a really difficult time carving out that 45-minute hour prayer time when I did TI two years ago now. And at first, I was like, great, I'm failing at this. I'm Val's assistant. I'm actually helping her run the course. (laughs) I can't pray myself. This is terrible. I'm a Pharisee. And I got really discouraged. And then I started noticing something. I did manage to get at least two to three good prayer times in a week. And they were really rich. And I was kind of surprised at how rich they were because I thought, gosh, isn't this like exercise where you put in the work and then it gets really, you get all the pheromones. Like right now, if I go running, there's no good feeling in my body ever. Whereas when my husband goes running, he's like, I feel great at the end because he's used to it. There was none of that. I just was like, surely that's what this is like. I need to really put in the work and then it'll get good. But it was just good from the very beginning. I was like, that's kind of curious. And then I noticed something else. I would be going throughout my day cleaning up a mess from a child, running to work, making a meal. And it just felt like the Lord was present all the time all of a sudden. It was like, man, I just feel like I've got the company of Jesus all the time. What's going on? And then I realized it was foreground and background prayer. So the page nine in your handouts is called background prayer. And it's a pretty simple concept. So praying in the foreground is what we all think of as prayer, right? It's you sit down, you close your eyes, you fold your hands, and you pray to the Lord in a very direct conversation. Maybe you read your Bible for a while. Maybe it's a guided, you know, in church, very clear, you know, foreground prayer. Background prayer, I love this description, is prayerful attentiveness to the action of the Holy Spirit in the day-to-day settings of our lives. So background prayer, I think, is what the Bible means when it says pray without ceasing. Because we can't live our full lives in foreground prayer, right, unless you're a monk and you have the luxury of not having to get your children places or clean your home or talk to your spouse. I mean, you can't constantly be in conversation with Jesus. You have other things to do with your life. But I think, actually, the secret is background prayer. And as I thought about it, the analogy that came to mind is like my relationship with my husband. So we have delightful times of conversation with each other all the time, and it's wonderful, and it builds our relationship. But then when he goes into Chicago to work every day, he's still not far from my mind, and I'm always texting him about things with our kids, and we have a three-month-old baby, so it's like 10 pictures a day of his cute, chubby self. But my husband's never far from my mind, and then things in my day remind me of him. I'll see a cup of coffee, and I'll think, my coffee addict husband, how I love him. Or I'll see his clothes in the bed, or just things throughout my day will you know, ping moments of our relationship, and it's sweet, and it keeps us connected. And that's what happens with Jesus, I think. As you build these times of foreground prayer, you start realizing, oh, my relationship with Jesus is 24-7. It's not just when I step into foreground prayer with him. He's always with me. And it's actually, it's the title of your books, Finding God in All Things. Suddenly you realize, God made the world that I live in. There is nothing in this world that he has not touched And even sin takes you to that place when you see the brokenness of our world and you think, this is not how the Lord made it to be. And suddenly you're in in that prayerful attentiveness to how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. So the way it played out for me 
as I was, you know, struggling with not having a ton of time for foreground prayer, is suddenly worship music was always in my mind. And to be honest, I used to hate worship music. I used to think it was really cheesy. I grew up in a missionary family, and my dad played it all the time, and I understand why now, but at the time, I just hated it. It was like, oh, come on, play the Beatles or something, anything else. But now, I play it all the time, too, because I've realized I'm always with the Lord, and there's such a sweetness to listening to other people praise him and join my heart to that. So suddenly, I loved worship music. And suddenly, when my child smiled at me, it was like, that's not just my offspring smiling at me. It's a gift from the Lord amidst the chaos of my days and the sleeplessness of my nights. And it just made life so much richer and more beautiful. So I want to encourage you all that in those weeks when you feel like you're failing, you just can't quite get into your foreground prayer, or it's not very rich, just pay attention to the rest of your life, and you'll start noticing the Lord is constantly speaking to you and giving you gifts, and then suddenly life becomes this massive gift from Jesus. Like, even this thing that I'm wearing, I was postpartum, had nothing to wear, I was so discouraged, I had to come back to work, and I said, Lord, I need clothes, it's so basic and simple, and I walked into Target, and there it was, and it wasn't just like, oh, that was convenient. It was like, that's a gift from Jesus. Like, he knows me that well, just like my husband knows me enough to look at my face when he gets home and grab the kids and take them outside in the yard. You know, like, <laughs> that's how well Jesus knows me and delights to give me good gifts. So just open your hearts and expand your understanding of prayer because this is such a gift. And I now have a three-month-old baby. So let me tell you, my foreground prayer is, like, not happening except for maybe on Sundays and, like, two verses of scripture before somebody interrupts me during the week. But my background prayer is so rich right now because I just have the sense of how the Lord is with me through this chaotic season of my life. And it's just a gift. So you do need the foreground. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) You do need to have the relationship in the first place so that you can kind of enjoy the, the nuanced connection throughout the week that's not as active. So put in the time, do the foreground prayer because it's so rich and beautiful and it's like it's like dates, you know, it's so fun to get away and be with this person that you love. But the background prayer is that like, I'm going to text my husband about this, you know, kind of a moment of, man, Jesus is here right now. He's speaking to me. He's giving me something good. And I've actually found it to be especially good when you're feeling terrible. So just give it a try this week. You're exhausted, you're grumpy, you're supposed to do that thing that you hate, your children are nagging you, your coworkers are irritating, whatever it is. In that moment, just try to do that, just think background prayer. What would it mean right now to believe that Jesus is present here in this moment, not just in the good ones? And it's just, it's like the Holy Spirit meets you right there. He's like, bam, I'm here, you invited me, I've been waiting to be invited, here I am. And then suddenly that terrible moment is a moment to say, Jesus, I can't do this, help. So... I'm just really excited. In all of the tools that we give you, I think this one is very grace-filled. It just really helps all of us, especially in this culture who are perfectionists, which I think if I asked for a poll of hands, it'd be like pretty much everyone in here. I think we have this concept that it has to be this neat, tidy, foreground prayer to be good prayer. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. And actually, there's nothing perfectionistic about background prayer. It's just keeping your heart and mind open to how the Lord is trying to speak to you. And TI is just a great... It'll keep building. You'll just just wait. And then it never goes away, I have the pleasure of telling you, because I still haven't fully done the whole Ignatian exercises as they should be, true confession. I haven't done the, like, five to seven days a week of prayer yet. Maybe when my kids are, like, maybe 20 years. I don't know. (laughs) But I still feel such a rich connection with the Lord on a daily level thanks to this background prayer. So I'm excited for you guys.